In today's episode, we talk about voting. We begin the episode by sharing our experiences with politics and voting. Do we vote and why? Did we grow up in a politically involved family? Are we politically involved? We also talk a bit about local and federal elections and their importance, and also the recent and upcoming elections. We hope you enjoy the episode, and we do hope you remember to vote. What time is it? Pass up, pass up. Time. Pass up, pass up. Time. Every girl, every girl, every girl, every girl. I go me a pass up, pass up. Hi everyone, welcome. We certainly hope everyone is continuing to stay safe in this pandemic. Um, can you believe the weather is changing and it's getting cold? Ah, we were beating the pandemic, but um, <clears throat> we're in our parts and numbers are on the rise again. Again. <laughs> right? Um, so let's just do roll call for the podcast audience. So um, this is Shar, Carrie. Hey, hey. Soph. Hi, everyone. Mish. Hey. Hello, ladies. So today we're going to be talking about voting. Fun. Is everybody excited? Yay. I'm <laughs> the camera. <laughs> It's so just stress with the politics. Anything even remotely near to politics is like stress these days. However, mm-hmm. it's the seizing of voting in general, right? Um, and so it's useful, I think, right now to discuss voting and what it means to you. Why do you do it? So I know in Jamaica, we just had elections in September. And we know that the Jamaica Labour Party, led by Prime Minister Andrew Holness, they won by like a humongous light landslide, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, why are you so excited? Yeah. Uh, um, disclaimer. Uh, we don't know what she's cheering for. <laughs> Let the record show. She learned everything by osmosis. <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> oh goodness. But yeah, so they did win and there were concerns voiced by both sides, you know, critics, commentators, everyone about the low voter turnout, right? Only 37% of the voting um population showed up, which could be due, of course, to holding the election during COVID-19. You know, politics like everything in Jamaica is complicated, so maybe a little bit more, but um, anyways, I just started with Jamaica because for us ladies here and for some of our listeners, our first intro into politics and voting may not have been here in the US. Um, So I just thought I would start with just where we remember the first time we were introduced to politics and voting as a child or as a teen, like, what do you remember about voting and politics? When was the first time you voted, and what did you feel about the experience? So, who wants to da- make office start? Go on, man. Go on, liberate. Go ahead. Well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, 
Wait, did you just call me a laborer? Yes, you did. I mean, no. You were very excited. <laughs> you like listen, uh, green, although no, in all honesty, though, Shar is right. I really know nothing about Jamaican politics. All I know is from what my dad has told me. Um, politics. I was truly introduced to politics here in America. My first time voting was here in America. I didn't know such a thing in Jamaica. When it was um, um, voting time, the, the people came around and gave us money and uh, offered us free food. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that is like politics. all I remember. We call that curry goat politics, okay? Oh, this is what the title of the thing should be called, current world <laughs> politics, because that is what that is. <laughs> I mean, I, if I'm going to be honest, that's the only thing I remember. And I mean, I've been here a long time, so I wouldn't have had a chance to vote in Jamaica. But I vividly remember the truck driving through our community and was like giving out $500 bills. So I remember that. Mm. Um, but when I came here to America and I was able to vote, you know, it was like a privilege, a dream come true because... You know, a lot of my ancestors fought for this right. So I was super, super excited when I when the opportunity arrived. I remember going in the line for the first time and I was like, I'm doing this. Yes, I'm going to cast my ballot. It was so exciting. But yeah, my first introduction to politics and voting was here in America. And honestly, I think I would like to go back to a simpler times when I was back in Jamaica and not voted. I'm sorry, yeah. that is not simpler times. <laughs> because honestly, right now, I don't feel like we're doing politics. This is, this is all politics. It's There's no more politics. It's just like doggy dog. Um, it, it's just, it just, it, there's no more politics in what's going on right now. I'm sorry. I don't know what this is anymore. But that's everywhere. But yes, I understand yeah. what you're saying. Um, so my... My parents were never big into politics. They weren't like, you see how you have people walking on the street and get into fight over orange and green and ne never into politics. I know they voted. Um, and I know that we were very, very orange. <laughs> but I don't know how I know that. Like, it's not like they were wearing orange. It's not like, it's just that the policies that were aligned with the parties you just know certain things um i never i've never voted in jamaica though i did work at a polling station once mm. um at some point when i moved back so after 2007 at some point i worked at a polling station my mother works at a polling station every election and she at this point is like the supervisor of the poly I don't know child I don't know she is something but she does it every time get up four well get there four o'clock in the morning don't leave till poor close nine, nine o'clock I don't I don't even know night um wow. but so she does that now my father just stays home and him don't want hear nothing about it he have no like him don't want to have no parts to it but that's as much as i remember um i remember it being a big thing once they call election stay a yard you don't go into places that you're not supposed to go these are things that my parents probably this is probably why i know what parties were aligned to you don't go here you don't go there you don't get involved in people who are this color that color you stay away mm -hmm. from it because that's when it becomes important is when you're hearing all that stuff but I mean, I have never 
voted. The first time I voted was um, in the, what do you call that election just now in earlier parts of this year? I don't know what that was. Oh, the primaries? The primaries. That's the first time I've ever voted. I never voted in Jamaica. I've never voted in the U.S. until now. Well, I just voted, so. You early voted. I early voted. Go, girl. <laughs> so, um, outside of that, I, yeah, I have no real, yeah, I have no real history about it. It's not like they were saying you need to vote because X, Y, and Z, but I left Jamaica when I was 16. So, and then when I got back, you know, as I said, I worked at the polling station, but I still didn't even vote because I honestly didn't care. My vote was in Harborview. I wasn't really living in Harborview. Harborview was very orange at that point. We are now very green, but we were very orange. How does that happen? Because Harborview extends now up into a different area. So now I don't want to call, I don't want to call it the ghetto, but they move up into the hills. I know lots of squatters and lots of things and curry goat politics. They give out people things and all of a sudden them change from. Plus, I'm pretty sure Andrew Holness' wife is the, um, is the, is the, I don't know what she, the MP in that area, whatever she is. I know once it's, an, is our, is in wife, it's, yeah, it is what it is. Oh, so, um, yeah, they're very, it's very green right now, which mm. <laughs> if you ask Mo, it's very disheartening. Oh, them cannot know. Anyway. Let's not get into it. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Right. I will come out to Jamaica and people that, think. That's right. All I right. leave that alone. <laughs> Carrie, you want to go or you want yeah. That's hilarious. I don't, Um, I mean, I don't have much to add. I think I had the same experience. I came here as a teen, so I, I didn't vote in Jamaica, but much like you all have said, um, Jamaican, I remember election time being dangerous. I think as as Mish alluded to, it was a time where you stayed at home um, because there was just a lot going on, whether it was bribing or violence or like there was always a lot going on. So I remember just instructions to not be out and about during election time. Um, and of course, you know, um, Sof mentioned this, there was just all kinds of money flying around, new walls getting painted, you know, road fixing. It was a lot of, you know, a lot of that going on around election time too. So, but I do think when I um came here and I was able to vote, uh, I remember being excited to vote, but also I think for the first, the first, I can't remember the very first um, kind of election I voted in. It was probably a local election. But then when uh, President Obama's election came around, it was like, you know, half your reach. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had, I had foot surgery. You had foot surgery? I had foot surgery that year. I had a boot on my foot. Um, I had surgery <laughs> on, my, on my toes that year. Half your reach. I was limping. <laughs> Limp to the pole, okay. Limping to the pole. <laughs> had to make it. Okay. That was what? 08. Yeah. 08. Yep. So that's my view on voting. You know, it's just it's something you have to. I mean, if you live in the in the in the game, you gotta do it. People have died for you to vote. I think it's yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my thing, Carrie. Yeah. Char, what yeah. about you? Um so, I mean, I wouldn't say my, my family was political growing up, but they were very um, 
social justice focused, I would say, and they cared a lot about the plight of the uneducated and the poor and the disenfranchised in Jamaica. So I heard a mm. lot about politics and, you know, scamming and and all of the um what are you talking about just all the things quality? that politicians do to our people that doesn't uplift <laughs> us you know um <laughs> so to like in my family was a big deal right. and i think um for both my side my maternal and paternal family because my grandparents never went past i don't know if any of them graduated high school to be honest but because they were poor and my family who i think they're actually quite educated i think because they were educated um on their policies from the manly administration they just automatically even though they both live in very green areas are not green at all (laughs) and um because of the because of the opportunities that were afforded them right and my Parents are pretty educated and they would not be who they were if people didn't take uh, an interest in like uplifting the poor and the disenfranchised and they could take opportunities. So that was then my, I think everyone would agree now that you can't, apart from the color, there really is no difference (laughs) between green and orange these days. Um, And I mean, more complicated than that, but to be honest, I don't know if there's much of a difference. And that's what we're kind of finding, I feel, even here sometimes. Um, But I always took an interest in voting, not because I thought it could change anything, but because I think like it's like a part of, you know, like to participate in the process. Mm -hmm. Right. So I'm one of those people. Yep. People. Well, actually in college, I don't know if any of you did it, but they used to pay us like $70 or something. And we used to walk around and knock doors and encourage people to vote and call people and whatever. So I used to do that in college. And yeah, then I, I got my citizenship. No, girl, I used to get a little extra money. It was right there on George Street. <laughs> get there, get on the bus. They dropped us off somewhere. We used to walk around knocking. Yep. Vote. <laughs> I didn't know that either. I remember doing that. Yeah, okay. Is it a two carry? freshman year it had to be sophomore year yeah it was like sophomore year I probably only did it one year um but anyway so that's oh I shook the hands of um George Bush and I'll tell you how so I started college in 2000 and I went to Drew University my freshman year before I transferred to Rutgers Mm -hmm. and the president provost whatever of Drew um, it's Tim Kaine. I don't know if anybody knows him, but he's a prominent Republican. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so when George Bush was running, you know, semester started in September, he had a um, an event there. Okay. And because Drew had, you know, two black people, <clears throat> me being one, once we showed up, they're like, usher them to the front. Usher them to the front. <laughs> so we were wow. to the front. And um, so I got to shake um, George Bush's hand. My friend got a kiss on the cheek, and that oh. was on the, that was on the school newspaper. Of course, you know, guys. And I was like three months in from Jamaica, had no clue about who or what. I mean, I knew he was right. Republican, but I really didn't have. A, I did not have an opinion, and I couldn't vote right. anything. But. 
So anyways, so that was that. Um, and then, you know, guys, it got <clears throat> spicy between November and like January with the recounts. And that was like the excitement right. here. Right. So anyway, come to when I get my citizenship. I would say since I've gotten my citizenship, I voted every year. Like I'm that person. Yeah. I show up when yeah. there's no one on the ballot and I'm like, okay, there's one person on the ballot. I'm going in to vote. I vote in special elections <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Um, just because I guess like souls, like Carrie, what, like Misha is saying, you know, yes, it's not going to solve problems. And yes, it's bare politics. But yeah. guess what? There is a reason why they keep redrawing districts. There's a reason why they're putting so much money in this and so much scamming in this. It matters. So, you know, for whatever little bit it counts, I'm just right. going to, you know, put a word in. So, That's cool. to get us um, moving, I want to ask, do you guys know people who, like, either don't vote or refuse to vote? And how do you interact with them? How do you feel about it? Um, Listen. I will take this one. Um, so this, <laughs> listen, like I said, voting to me, it, it's it, it's it's more than just going and casting my ballot, right? I, I look back on my ancestors, my ancestors, and I I I see how hard or how much blood was shed and life that was lost in giving me this right. As a black person in the United States, I don't care what my I don't care if my vote changes nothing. I owe it to every life that was lost to give me this opportunity to vote. And this other, this person that I know, I'm going to refrain from calling names, but she had the audacity to put on Facebook, public on Facebook, that um, she has never voted. She will never vote because it's a waste of time and she don't see the purpose of it. And I'm like, well, you know what? Pack up your stuff and go to Mars or somewhere else where nobody fought to give you an opportunity. Because that is so unfair for people to have died to give you this right. And you're sitting here talking about it's not going to change anything. The way I look at it is every, if every single Black person were to say that, nobody will vote. Yeah. Not, what if I say my well, my one vote doesn't count, and then you say your one vote doesn't count, and then a million people say their one vote doesn't count. That's a million votes. You see what I'm saying? So you, in my mind, you can't look at it like that. I'm not gonna lie to you. I unfriended. I was so obsessed. That was <laughs> not to bring it back to Jamaica, like, but if if you're watching other these recent elections and the one vote no count, yo, if you were watching Jamaica. <laughs> Like one vote does count. Seven does count. count. <laughs> and I think and that we can't say you know, that. Old people or wheel them out of them bed. Just we say that. We should say vote that. We count. can't say that. That one vote doesn't. Your one vote count because if every one one vote goes in, right? That's a ton load of, of, of votes. Even you if your vote doesn't count, though, because I mean, people use that excuse all the time. Even mm -hmm. if your vote does not count, even if the even if your everybody every every black person in the area voted and the person still won by a landslide, at right. the end of the day, you are exercising your right. That way, when right. people say, "Okay, I would like X, Y, and Z to happen," they are passing these laws, and mm -hmm. um, it's not in my best interest. You. You, you, if you don't, if you never vote, you have no say. You, you didn't, you put these, you allowed these people to go into power to make choices on behalf of you that are not 
to the benefit of you. So you, how can you even say so? How can you even say anything? That's like my have, thing, Misha. I feel like it's the yes. least you can do because it's like yes. there. I agree. There is way more to be done to solve the problems. But are we donating money? Are we volunteering time? We out there advocating. I'm not. Right. I'm not like out there marching all the time. I'm not doing the most that there can be done. So if you're not doing nothing, right? At the go vote. <laughs> Like, these are the same people, mind you, that are complaining as to how bad everything is. Okay, everything is bad. Great. What are you doing? Right? You're not voting. You're mm -hmm. not marching. You're not doing. So what are you doing? So stop complaining. Sit down in it and keep your mouth shut because you're doing nothing to help the situation. But complaining. My, yeah. It's one thing I've always said to my coworkers: if you're gonna if you're gonna come with a complaint, come with a solution. Right? This is not working. Okay, great. What? Can we do right? Right. So but you have people who are coming with solutions. Mm -hmm. That's fine, right? So if you're coming up with a solution, great. But you're not doing anything, and the one little thing that you can do, which is vote, you're not doing that either. But right. you have a million of one reasons to what's not working in the country. That is what annoys me. Right. I'm not going to tell you to go march on the street. I'm not going to tell you to do. I'm, no, I'm, but that one thing at least cast your vote. Cast it is your right. What were you saying, Carrie? Yeah. Oh. No, no. I was just um I was just saying, I think people who I I see are opposed to voting, it stems from a lack of trust in the process. And I I I, I don't agree with it, but I understand it. Um whether or not they should or shouldn't, sure, I think you should, because that's what I'm doing, right? But I also think everyone comes to voting with their own values around it, like anything else. It's like whatever, marriage, relationships, right? You're bringing your value, whatever that is, to the, the decision. So when I talk to people who are saying they're not going to vote, doesn't matter, it is. it can be a little frustrating because it doesn't align with my values. But I'm just like, well, sometimes when I hear some of them out, I'm like, that's actually a valid reason because you don't have trust in the process. Like so much has happened when people look and say, well, where are, where are black people right now? For example, are we any better off than we were 50 years ago? When you look at some of that information, it, you do have, there's some credence to the point, right? So I don't know. I mean, I, it, it does, um, it does make me a little frustrated, but I also realize that it, it makes me frustrated because it doesn't align with the way I think. So, um, here's, so. so here's my question. Um, mm -hmm. Well, actually, I think I have two questions for that, but because you brought up um, Black people and where we are or whatever, I'm curious about, I don't know if you guys were, what well, I'm going to bring us to this current election um, season. And I remember, you know, we had like, what? 50 people are running initially, but anyway. Um, and the question was around, <laughs> was that we, we did have like a basketball team, but anyway. Yes. And the question that were circulating was around like the black agenda. Right. What that is and voting your interest. And initially it seemed, and there was a lot of like, I don't know, contention about, um, you gonna make people stay home. People not gonna vote because you're talking about a black agenda, and no, they won't vote for Biden. And you know, like, 
things like that I remember hearing and I wonder what your thoughts are on um forcing and like pushing your issue and holding your vote because there is a there is a culture here where it's almost assumed and spe specifically our demographic black woman <laughs> that we go hard for the democratic party more than black men more than any demographic right so i wonder what your thoughts are on um kind of holding your vote and saying or like demanding more from the po from politicians well, I, I will say that i think when you're making decisions about voting, you you have to reconcile what's good for me as a person, what's good for me as part of a larger community, what's good for my black people. And maybe that's just me overthinking it, but I think as people make decisions sometimes about voting, it's sometimes just about yourself, but some people are voting as a collective, right? And what should we do as a collective? I do think black people have to leverage their power and hold people accountable, hold politicians accountable for what they say they're, they're going to do, right? Advancing the people. I think that's important. Has that happened historically? In some ways, but I think to a larger extent, that's true for all things, right? Whether you're black or not, like as a people, we elect people to represent us in the system, in this political system. And then they get in and it's it's kind of, <laughs> they get in and then it doesn't happen. Right. Yeah, I think. So it's like, what, and it's like, what recourse do we have? Okay, we don't vote them in again. But then we are, we forget, we, we're easy to forget about things. So election time comes around again and it's like, all right, oh, we like second chances, third chances, fourth chances, fifth chances. And so you end up with someone in there for a long time in office, depending on what the role is. And it's harder to hold people accountable, I feel like, over time, because it's just, it's like, all right, we know we know the evil we have. Let's just keep them. Yeah, I feel like voting is one part of the process. And I so, so I think if all you do is vote, I mean, that's good. Vote. Right. I'm on team vote. But um, if all you do is vote, then there you might find yourself frustrated. You might find yourself saying, like, like Kerry saying, feeling um, like you don't trust the process because oh. the process isn't voting. You know, right. I always like want to remind people it's one part. So one part is voting. The next part is, of course, if you can and you have the resources and time to keep people accountable, have right. them know that you're watching and you're listening and you're engaged. That's another part of it. Another part right. is probably to connect with your community, right? Because community building is, mm -hmm. I think, a part of political power as well. So, right. you know, there's a lot to it. So I can imagine someone out there who's hustling with no time, probably not even enough resources or education, like to really follow up on the process. I can see them getting disillusioned, right? But I wish there was a way to like, I don't know, make them hip to the, you know, you not voting is not a thing. <laughs> it didn't like it's not giving you power. Right. I agree. But um, and besides, I think it's a thing now because we're talking about the presidential election and our president, our current president, good, bad, or ugly. Good, bad, or ugly. <laughs> the rest was said in my head. Um, I think uh. 
our current president um, evokes a lot of emotion. And so it's a thing this year. But I want to remind everyone that, like, your mayor, well, in New Jersey, our mayors pick our, like, police chief, you know? Mm -hmm. So when we out there mad about police brutality, think about the mayor. Your governor in New Jersey, at least, I don't know everybody's state, um, some of these are voted, but some of them are appointed. And so the mayor appoints our police, chief of police. Our governor appoints our district attorney. So it's Mm -hmm. like, you know... Right. Some of it matters because when you see you have some district attorneys, I don't know if you keep up with like Baltimore and Atlanta, some of those cities, and you see the work that's being done, and you see the partnership between the um, legislative and then also the police force, right? Then you kind of know that, you know, if you if we can key in a little bit, it could be a valuable thing because if we don't have a much, if we don't have much say, Federally, we certainly can control what's happening in our communities. Right. I don't know if anybody is watching debates. I was just going to wrap up by asking you how you're feeling and how you're engaging this election season, because this is a short one. So I just want to get, um, so I'll just start with, I'm not, I don't, I don't find this entertaining. So I don't watch <laughs> debates. Anything I need to know, I read it and I just stay out of the um but how are you guys engaging this um Karen, election tell you the same there. exact thing but I, I mean i have watched both of them so far i did not watch the one where they did the town halls um no. i yeah no um i don't watch it for the information because they are not only are is there a lot of lies and a lot of misinformation mm-hmm. i am watching it to see how they are reacting to certain things and also how the media spins it once it's all over. So I'm, right, I'm watching it for the process, not for the information because it's uh, th- there's no information to be had from that. It's I not know. like I'm learning anything new from the debates. Nothing except this person is doing X, Y, and Z in an attempt to do whatever. I'm, I'm learning more about the, them as a person as opposed to what they are proposing that they'll give because at the end of the day i already know which direction i'm going <laughs> i already, already voted right so i mean i already know the information and that was one of the questions i was going to ask is and i i didn't want to hijack it and i didn't want to add any more time but as i as you guys were talking i'm like do i prefer somebody to not vote or do i prefer somebody to be a misinformed voter somebody who's like well trump said x y and z and that's important to me and i don't care that he's lying so i'm voting for him so they can stay home i'm just i mean and they can vote for trump next time the other way also i mean you have people who are voting one way just cause that just because you know whatever there's no information they don't care and it's just like in jamaica they don't care what orange or green has to say. They don't care what they're offering. Their family's been orange. Their family's been green all along. They're just going with it. Misinformed yeah. voters. And I'm like, do I prefer a misinformed voter or do I care if people just vote? Mm-hmm. But there are different levels to be a misinformed. Everybody has vote. the right to their vote. Go ahead. Sorry. Everybody has the right to their vote. And there are different levels, I think, to being misinformed because I do believe. Black, black people voting Democratic 
aligns just as much as Jamaicans voting for orange because everybody in your family voted for orange. Mm -hmm. It's what we are taught historically, right? Our grandparents, right? So mm -hmm. should we be more critical voters? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But a lot of how we vote is informed by someone teaching us. Right. Education. So as soon as we were able to like be more critical, I think, yes, you'll get a deeper, deeper meaning behind the voting process. And honestly, the more I feel like the more you dig, the less. The less likely you are to say, I'm just going to vote this way. Mm -hmm. You'll start asking more questions because at different spaces, you're going to connect with people because of their policy. Versus right. Their party. Correct. Yes. So, yeah. Yep. I agree. Yeah. So if I was asking if we um if you've been watching the debates. No. no. <laughs> same. Yeah, a lot of I mean, well, Misha she watches it just to kind of I guess to see the personality and the person's ability to like deal with the situation more than the information, because a lot of people have been saying they need to have a fact checker at the debate because <clears throat> people kinda people kinda they do. It's just a hot mess. <laughs> So, um, but I think the consensus among us is that we're not really in it for the debate. And besides, Misha has already voted. I didn't vote yet, but I'm hoping to vote early next week. Yeah. Um, sent me my ballot in the mail. I'm trying to decide if I want to fill it out and send it in. I, I think I'm going to, um, to go, go in. Ahead. Go in. Yeah. Mm. So. I would never suggest anyone in Texas to mail in vote. I literally, within my city, and the city's not even that big. They like broke into mailboxes. I'm like, what? Y'all see? What? Yes. And I mean, where I live is pretty red. Um, it might be a little purple right now, but we live out in the in the boonies where it's still pretty red. It's not. It's not that blue yet. <laughs> it's not the metro. Right. And Houston, Austin, Dallas, San Antonio, very blue. And as much as I'm in Houston. If you see the dots on the map, blue, 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 red. So the the and you are bringing the the cities within Texas. They are bringing in more people from places like California, from suburbs. Hmm. They're spreading into Texas. So I feel like at some point it might be purple. If it's not purple this year, I am crossing my fingers it's going to be purple this year. But only because I like the diversity. It being just completely red is. No, I don't like seeing anywhere red. That that just means that people are depending on people to vote, not because they are informed about the policies, but because their parents told them that way. I like it to be purple and it go one way or another, depending on what the people are bringing that year or for the four years right. or whatever. So I just don't like to see a place that's completely red. But where I am is, uh, I'm pretty sure more red than it is blue. And to see people breaking into mailboxes. <laughs> Prisoners. Like literally breaking into a mailbox. Like the front of the mailbox is gone. Like, I'm sorry, what? What is happening? People, I it's not that serious. So what you could do so uh, I actually I agree with you. I prefer to just go vote early, yeah. but I did the primaries by mail and I took mine to the county office and drop it in the drop box. So if you have to mail vote by mail, you could drive it over to your county office anytime of night because it's right outside and just drop it in mm -hmm. the drop box. It might make you feel safer until they start stealing those. 
I'm going in person. I I, I need to know that somebody got it. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm going. I don't want nobody telling me nothing about this here vote not making it. And to be honest, even though New Jersey is like always blue for the president, I'm right. sorry, they mess up down the ballots all, yeah, the, all time. the time. And this year, anyways, when I close, I'm about to tell y'all all the down ballot votes. But anyway. <laughs> Um, but you I'm know, like, I'm like, why are y'all watching debates? In my mind, I'm like, I already know. But the debate the isn't the debate doesn't even even if you didn't know, the debate doesn't help because nope. information is not right. always accurate from both sides. Yes, like, go read their site, go read their just go read online. That is pure entertainment. It's right. like how much you pay for ad because but there's no ad in the debate. Oh, there isn't? I don't no. know. I don't watch them. It's literally 90 minutes of them going back and forth, back and forth, watch fly pitching, back and forth, back and forth. And get the outtakes. Not the fly! Why the fly get a shout out? Yo, the fly the deserves fly. a shout out, okay? Fly okay. A shout out. That's right. So it's 90 minutes of them going back and forth. But as I said, it's not it's not about the information. I do not retain anything they say. But Mish, even if it's about personality, I'm like, yes. we know these people. I don't know these people. I don't see them anywhere. Don't forget that this is a pandemic where they're not, they, they did this back and forth during the primaries. And mm -hmm. so you see a little piece of their personality here. You see a little piece of their personality there. You see mm -hmm. an ad, you see them talking about them on social media. But you don't really see them sitting down and talking for 90 minutes unless you go to a town hall or you watch a town hall online. Well, but this is my first experience. Well, I mean, outside of that, this is it, I'm not I'm not even talking about Trump. I'm talking about like right. yes, not Trump good. also. Yes, Trump also. But I'm and Trump is very entertaining. Don't <laughs> that man is that's the height of entertainment. I am unentertained by him. Yeah, he is the height of trollness. I can live without. I just feel like there's Yo, so much going on in my life right now. To dedicate my good, good brain cell. So the, I just, I, no. Well, I said his name enough today. I'm done. Y'all keep going. Don't, don't forget that I am the one that, that watches terrible TV and tells y'all all about it. So oh. I would be the one to watch the debates because of that. I mean, I no, just. I think, let me just tell you something. If you think y'all are American, let me just tell you about my Jamaican people. They are on CNN, MSNBC, and Fox yeah. like they bought yeah. a vote this year. It's true. It's true. Like everybody <laughs> in Jamaica is asking me about American politics. I'm like. Watch out, where about y'all? Because <laughs> when America sneeze, child, okay. that is a facts on facts on facts, okay? Literally. That is literally how it is. So, lovely ladies, this is a, supposed to be a truncated show, so I'm going to wrap us up. <laughs> Um, if anyone has any, um, this is not really a topic that probably lends itself to takeaways, but, um, unless it is, please vote, um, if you can, but, um, does anyone have any like final words or anything to, um, well, I will say as Shara said, just vote, um, if you can early vote, that'll be better, but right. I mean, your vote, it, it matters. I will not say it counts. No. I will say it matters. The fact right. that you vote matters. Um, and that's important. Um, I also say that you should be informed. So do the research. If you, I mean, 
if you're going to vote, you might as well try to make the best decision that you're, right. you should make. So I would say try to get as much information. Don't rely on the debates. Because, I mean, even the fly knows that that's a load of crap. So, um, um, so yeah, that's my two cents, literally. I would suggest voting early. Do not wait for the day. Voting is crazy on a regular election. This is not a regular election. So if you are going to vote, do it early. I think they're pushing this, you know, making a vote plan or a plan to vote However you want to call it, if you are going to vote, find out where you should be voting, how you can vote wherever, in person, mail in, et cetera. Um, just don't wait until the day of and then it's like a, you know, do or die situation and the electricity's off and the ballots are locked and, you know, <laughs> all the shenanigans that's about to go down. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Whole power outage on the East Coast. Just okay. power outage. Never know. Never know. <laughs> I I recommend for people who are using um, paper vote. A friend of mine just sent me a message. I don't know if you guys got it because apparently it's going around for people who are doing their mailing ballots. Be very careful when you're filling in your ballots. Um, no extra mark of any. If you have a two-year-old like I do. Keep the ballots far away from them. If there's one little mark, they're throwing that it's no good. So just be very careful when you're doing it, really carefully. <clears throat> I agree with Carrie. Try to do um, early voting if you can. Go in if you can. However you do, just exercise your right to vote, right? Be informed, yes. Whatever way you go, however you choose to vote, exercise the right that was given to you to vote. That is all I have to say. I'm not going to tell people what to who to vote for, but it's a right that you were granted, so use it because it's it was given to you. A right that you a lot of people fought for. Yes, died for bloodshed. Yep. So I think that's um that's a good place to end. I want to remind us all that even if you didn't register and you probably can't vote this time around please register because local elections matter. I mentioned to you guys, you know, your school board, who's on your school board matters, who's um, running your community matters, right? They appoint um, a lot of the um, people you interact with, your children will interact with on a day-to-day mm -hmm. -day basis. So still register if you probably missed this chance. And if you are on the fence, just so you know, it's you're not just voting for Trump or Biden, I wanted everyone to know that there are a lot of important down the ballot votes. Just so you know, there are 435 House seats, 11 governors up for votes, 10 oh. attorney generals, seven secretary of state, Jesus. 277 state appellate court seats, and 33 Senate hmm. seats. So don't think it's just Trump versus Biden. I don't like Trump, I don't like Biden. There's a lot of stuff up. And if you're in like certain places like here, we're voting on like um, some marijuana and some other things. So please go in, see what's on your ballot, exercise your right to vote. It won't solve the problems in this country, but I think it's um, one step that you can take to participate in like um, trying to just um, advance. Yes, um, it won't solve them. It won't solve them right now. <laughs> right. Right. So, but we hope that sometimes, somewhere down along the road. Oh, <laughs> oh mercy. All 
all right all thank you so much for listening everyone and we will catch you next time Bye. Bye. friends that's all for today's episode of relationship pasa pasa thanks so much for joining us today you could have been anywhere in the virtual world but you were here with us We hope you join us again in two weeks for our next dose. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to the podcast on wherever you find and listen to podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, etc. So you never miss an episode. Also, tell a friend to tell a friend. You can also connect with us on Instagram at Relationship Pasa Pasa, all one word, if you are on the social media situations. We can't wait to hear from you. Like, seriously. We can't wait to hear what you think about our episode and also connect with us about topics you'd like to hear us discuss. Thank you again for listening. Until next time, walk good. <laughs>